Blog Talk Radio. Well, hi, everyone, and welcome to the Focus Radio. This is Liz Uram. I am your host today. My co-host, Alyssa Gramland, is off in beautiful Los Angeles. She is out there for some exciting uh, conference and coaching and training and development. This sounds like a lot of fun, and I'm sure we'll hear all about it when she gets back. So you have me today, but I do have a special guest that I will bring on in just a moment. Uh, we do want to let you know how to find us and how to connect with us. You can find us under everything The Focus Radio. So go out to our website, thefocusradio.com, and on our website you can find all of our previous shows. We try to have them titled pretty clearly so you can find exactly what you need for that day. Most of our shows have guests on that we interview, expert guests who we interview, and they share their experience on all things related to your small business and how to stay focused and how to get ahead. So go out to our, our website, thefocusradio.com, and check out the podcast that you want to listen to there. Also follow us on Facebook and Twitter under The Focus Radio. We love to connect with you. We love to hear your ideas. We want to know what you want to hear more of as it relates to staying focused and achieving results. And that's what we like to do, and that's what we like to talk about. Our little secret is that we have this show, Alyssa and I, because we love to learn. We love to have these wonderful guests on who come and share all this great information with us. So we hope you enjoy it as well. So I want to introduce you to Carrie Swatala. She is our special guest today for our show on LinkedIn strategies. And I think that this is going to be such a great topic. I know it's one that we have never had on the Focus Radio before. This is the first time. And I think we're up to about 70 podcasts now. And I think it's really great because most people, most business owners, don't really know what to do when it comes to LinkedIn. I know I don't. And I know Alyssa will actually be listening to this uh, podcast. Maybe she's listening live right now. She's on a break or something. I don't know. Um, but for a lot of us, it's like LinkedIn and we hear all this great stuff and get leads and referrals, but we don't really know what we're supposed to be doing. So Carrie is here and she's going to be sharing that. Um, a little bit about Carrie. She is from Wild Fig Marketing, which is sounds like a really cool name. And she is, um, this is one of the areas that she's an expert in. So Carrie, welcome to the show. Well, thank you very much, Liz, and thanks for having me. Yeah, well, we're so excited. Why don't you just give everybody a quick rundown about Wild Fig Marketing and what you do over there besides LinkedIn? Sure, I would love to. Uh, well, basically, Wild Fig Marketing, um, it, what we do stems from our name and how we came up with that name um, is because the wild fig tree in South Africa actually has the deepest roots of any tree in the world. Um, they're about 450 feet deep. And so when we thought about, you know, what we do and how we help small to medium-sized businesses, it kind of came back to the whole, you know, the roots, the foundation of the business. And so what we do is we help business owners um, stay top of mind with their current, uh, current clients, prospects, referral partners um, by sending them a monthly email or creating an email campaign that helps them stay top of mind and help, helps them kind of deepen those roots. And then the second part of that is as they're deepening their roots, they're, they're building a stronger relationship with their clients. 
then they need to kind of branch out and grow. Um, and that mm. is how we utilize LinkedIn and some other t- uh, strategies and tools that we have in place to help them grow their business, to get more referrals, um, and to get more qualified referrals as well. So email marketing and LinkedIn strategies are our two um, biggest tools that we use to help business owners. Great. How can people find out more about you? Do you have a website they can find you at? Yeah, you can find us at wildfigmarketing.com. Uh, we're also on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Twitter. Uh, so, And just recently started doing more uh, YouTube videos and on Google+, mm-hmm. Plus as well. Oh, good. Well, we'll have to you you figure out YouTube and Google Plus, and we'll have you back on to talk about those as well. Okay. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Sounds good. Well, we are excited about this, and I know actually. So, I let me mention it now, and we'll mention it again at the end. But you have a webinar tomorrow, correct? About LinkedIn strategies. Correct. So a little deeper yeah. on how can people sign up for that or get more info on that. Uh, you can actually, if you go to to my LinkedIn page. Um, or to our face, the Wild Fig Marketing Facebook page. The the link is there. Um, the webinar is basically forty seven dollars, and and it's an hour long webinar where we kind of show you why LinkedIn, why and how LinkedIn can be a powerful prospecting tool for you, and um, kind of uncover seven key strategies that we use um, on a regular basis to help generate two to three qualified leads every week via LinkedIn. Great. Okay. Good. Good. So people go out and check that out. All right. Well, let's dive into this um, and find out some uh, strategies. First of all, why did you choose LinkedIn as your social media platform versus Facebook or Twitter? We hear so much about Facebook and using Facebook marketing and Twitter marketing. Why LinkedIn? Why do you prefer that? That's a great question. Actually, um, what it, how we chose LinkedIn um, was based on, you know, frankly, the results. Um, that we were seeing. So when I started taking a look, um, originally when we opened our doors, we were really pretty heavily focused on Facebook, and I think that's because it was still kind of new and fresh, and businesses were um, finding awesome opportunities to grow on there. But then since since then, as Facebook has continued to evolve, and now it's a lot more of you know paid advertising versus organic advertising, we've seen kind of a shift go to LinkedIn. Um, I kind of call it the dark horse of social media. So when we took a look at our numbers and where we were generating revenue um, and spending the least amount of time, LinkedIn was our tool. So on average, we get probably two to three qualified referrals um, on LinkedIn, and I literally spend less than 15 minutes a week on LinkedIn, whereas Facebook, as many, (laughs) many of you probably have experienced, you know, you go on there to post something about your business, and next thing you know, you're reading about, you know, your cousins, your your great uncle, and, and mm-hmm. everything that's happened to everybody <laughs> in the last so true. In the last couple <laughs> weeks. Kind of sucks you in. So um, that's where we decided to really focus in on LinkedIn versus trying to um, kind of serve all of the tools because there's just so much information changing mm-hmm. on all of the social media channels on a regular basis. There really is. And it can get really overwhelming. Now, is LinkedIn for everyone, or is it better for some businesses versus others? Yeah, that's that's also a good question. I think that LinkedIn can be for everybody. Um, for example, when we take a look at the businesses that we're working with, and we work with a lot of both you know, business-to-business and business-to-consumer, um, we kind of focus in on what their need is. So for someone like 
um, a dentist who we work with a lot of dentists LinkedIn isn't going to be necessarily a place for them. They could post information on LinkedIn, um, but it's going to be more educational. And where they'll really thrive is actually going on um, LinkedIn or using it to find referral partners, people that might know about their patients before they would. Um, whereas if you are um, a business-to-business -business, uh, company like a business broker, you're going to get a lot more um, kind of bang for your buck uh, by just posting updates on LinkedIn because it is the nature of you know, more of a business-to-business -business feel. So I do think that there is an application for everyone. It's just a, a matter of kind of what they're looking to do and where they're looking to grow. Okay. I think that, I think that can be helpful. Uh, so what kind of results have you seen then from using LinkedIn? So you said that you've been receiving about two to three referrals or leads per week. Correct. Um, so how are people finding, are they finding you because of uh, information that you're posting on your feed or is it more because you're interacting in groups? Um, I would say, so I do have, I do interact in groups a bit as well, um, but I would say I'm pretty, I'm pretty consistent on um, the information that I'm posting on LinkedIn, and I think that's truly where what's generating, you mm -hmm. know, the majority of the traffic. You know, if you think about it, um, when you have, you know, you post a, a blog article on LinkedIn, and then you get several people that are liking, commenting, or sharing it, now that just increased my exposure. So anytime I have, you know, a, an article that gets kind of some, some buzz around it, typically then I will, I'll go in to check and see who's viewed my profile, and the number of views will have increased. And so that's, that's an easy way to kind of get in front of a lot of people. Um, and I think, too, a lot of people are under the assumption that you have to get in and kind of dig in and do all sorts of things. You've got to participate in groups. You've got to post. You've got to be writing articles. And I, I think that's certainly overwhelming. Uh, no one got into mm -hmm. their business to become social media experts. So what we recommend people do is start with one. You know, if you're not using LinkedIn at all right now, why not go on and, and try to consistently post um, an update twice a week on LinkedIn? And then as you get, you know, a month into it, now you're starting to see some results. You're seeing more people are viewing your profile. Um, you're probably having more people reach out to you. Now you can start to increase from there. But really it has to be consistent, and it also has to be realistic with your, your schedule and the amount of work that you have. Okay, so the consistency is key, and we all should have that drilled into our heads by now in yeah. <laughs> all kind of, all kinds of for all kinds of reasons. It's all about the consistency. Right. So you mentioned posting blogs and articles, and you said you know that can be overwhelming, and I know that is for a lot of people. They don't want to write. They don't know what to write about. Does it have to be your own article, or could it be an article that you're just reposting? Some maybe somebody else wrote it, but it's in line with yeah. your business model or philosophy? Yeah, that's a great question. I, I recommend that people do both. It's good to have, okay. you know, it's good to post information from other people um, because that gives what you're saying credibility. So I do think it is, you know, you don't always have to go and find, you know, new content. And uh, frankly, I mean, there is no shortage of content out there um, for any particular, you know, topic that you can even think of. Um, so I think, you know, trying to, like, if I, were, if I were a new business starting out on LinkedIn, I might have um, 
say I posted three days a week, each day I would have kind of a hit on a different topic. So maybe Monday um, you're you're talking about a statistic or um, post reposting an article from someone else. On Wednesday you've got um, you're going to highlight a product or service or an aspect of a product or service that you offer. And then on Friday you're going to post something that's a little bit more fun, maybe a business inspiration um, or something like that. So you've got a variety of posts, and that helps make, make it a little bit easier so you're not always trying to generate new content all the time because there mm -hmm. truly is way more than people could ever <laughs> imagine using out yeah. there. You have to have a certain number of followers in order to get the results. What's your experience been with that? Or what, what have you noticed? So do you have to have this huge number of followers in order to get the traction, or is a smaller number of followers as long as they're more targeted? Okay. Yeah, I would say you know it's you got to start somewhere. Um, certainly, when you're getting you know if you've got you know 500, 1,000 plus connections on LinkedIn you know, you're going to be naturally in front of more people. You're going to get more visibility. But you, you have to start and build from somewhere. So um, I think you know, just making sure to incorporate it into, you know, your marketing and what you do, making sure to, you know, have LinkedIn um, on your email signature so people that you first meet. Um, or if you're going to a networking event, you know, and you, you take that stack of business cards that so often ends up, you know, sitting on the corner of our desk, you know, collecting dust, Dust, why not kind of bring that back and after you go to that networking event, reach out to those people and connect with them on LinkedIn and kind of continue that conversation, you know, there. So I think it, okay. you just got to start somewhere. Um, but the one thing I was going to add, what has happened with, you know, the kind of the revolution of smartphones and the fact that, you know, we always have – our, our phone on us, and we're we're doing more and more research on our phone as well. Is mm -hmm. is that people by the time a prospect calls you, they're typically about sixty percent along the way um, in their decision making process. So okay. one of the greatest things about having a LinkedIn presence, and I found this with some of my largest clients that I brought on um, through LinkedIn, is that they're going on and they're doing their research. So they're taking a look at you know your profile your recent updates that you put out there. They're getting a sense for who, you know, of who you are and, and what your company is all about before they even pick up the phone. So having that good base of content out there will help, you know, you close those deals even better or even faster. Good. And so as we're as you're talking, I posted because we put our ideas into action so <laughs> as you were talking and sharing this. So I posted, let's see, so tell me if I, if, if, if this is in line here. So I took a link to this podcast that's happening right now, and I posted mm -hmm. that on my LinkedIn page. So I did it as a share and update. And I said, interviewing Carrie Swatala right now on LinkedIn strategies, posted the short link, and then people should be able to just click right on that. Is that a good thing to do? That's perfect. Yes, that's perfect. Right. Okay. So something like that is a way. Because I have to tell you, I have not, and Alyssa has not either. So, we see, we always have things to learn. That's why we said yes. we bring on wonderful experts <laughs> <all> like you. <laughs> who help us out. Because one thing we have not been doing is we have not been posting our podcast to LinkedIn, which is probably what we should, we should be doing. We do it on Twitter, 
um, we don't have a page on LinkedIn for our radio show, which is fine because we each have our own LinkedIn pages. And so every week we really should get in the habit of doing that because that's easy, right? It's easy. We're right. already doing it. The link is already there. All we have to do is go put that out there. And that is good exposure for everyone, us and the guests who are interviewing as well. Exactly. And you could also, you know, kind of build up the anticipation and the excitement around the event, uh, around the podcast by talking about it even a couple days prior to, you know, leading up, you know, incorporating a couple statistics about, you know, LinkedIn and, you know, how, how effective it is and kind of building up the anticipation to the podcast will help get, you know, both those that you're interviewing more exposure as well as, um, generating more, you know, more fans of the podcast and helping getting that more visibility. So it's a great, what you just posted today was a perfect example of how you can use LinkedIn. Okay, good, good. So that brings up another good point too because I know a lot of people, and I used to do this too, I used to do more webinars and I don't do those anymore, but I used to do that a lot more. A lot of people, when they're having a webinar, LinkedIn is a really great way to let people know about it and to get people to sign up. So do you use that same philosophy then if you're doing a webinar? Rather than just out of the blue, you just put your webinar out there, doing that lead up or build up, build yeah. up the anticipation, like you said, with using stats, using just tying in different information or what? Oh, are you there? Well, my gosh, we might have we may have lost our uh, our guest. That would be terrible because I just asked a wonderful question. <laughs> that would be <laughs> that would be so great to get information about. Uh, so I'm sure that Carrie will be joining us joining us right back. Are you with us? I'm I'm here. Can you hear me? Yes. Okay. Good. Oh, I thought, I thought we lost you. That would not be the first time that's happened to me, and it always seems to happen when I'm doing the interview alone. So I can't even <laughs> I can't even. Uh, Lean on Alyssa. To yeah, I heard your the question, and I answered talk. your question, but I'll re-answer it for you. <laughs> yeah, so please answer that again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. I would say as you're leading up to an event, you know, to be high, you know, or a webinar, um, I'll highlight a statistic or you know, find out how I generate. Um, I've generated one to three qualified referrals each week, and a link to the webinar. So there's a lot of you know, a lot of publicity and build up that you can do with that. Okay, that's great. And I do think that, you know, sometimes we just want to jump right into the meat of the matter and we don't do not do that build-up or that anticipation. I like that a lot. So let's talk right. about some things that people who are just getting started on LinkedIn. So what, what would you suggest? So let's say someone, maybe they have a page. They've created their profile. They're really not doing anything with us. Maybe they don't really have any followers. What are some of the basics that people should do to get started? Yeah, really the the first and foremost um, most important piece about really generating leads from LinkedIn is making sure that your profile is not only 100% complete or as LinkedIn kind of dubs it the all-star profile, um, making sure that it's, it's at that level because that is how um, LinkedIn finds and recommends connections for you. And, and it's those those connections that as you start to kind of grow and you, you make and connect with more people, that increases your exposure. So number one, making sure that you have your LinkedIn profile as complete as possible. Um, and secondly, is making sure that your profile speaks to your ideal client. 
So if you, you know, if, if I said, hey, my ideal client, um, you know, are dentists, when I read my profile, I need to kind of read it through their eyes, you know, putting on, on the glasses of the dentist and reading through my profile. Does it speak to you? You know, would you hire you? Those are some key things to, to consider. And a lot of times what I find is that people are too general. They're too afraid of being, tar- you know, kind of targeting who they're looking for. But ideally, you know, it's just because I say I work with dentists doesn't mean that that's all I'm going to get for business. Um, there are still ways that you can say, here's, you know, I've, I work with a lot of dentists and orthodontists in addition to other small to medium-sized businesses. But what that does is mm-hmm. it calls that out. So it helps that the prospect that's reading your profile kind of self-select, like, wow, you know, she helps dentists. That's someone I'd be interested in talking more to. Um, so that is one of the things that I see missing a lot as people try to cover, like, everything <laughs> that they do. Mm-hmm. And as, you know, kind of the old adage goes, it's like when you try to, you know, kind of cover all of the areas, you really don't focus on anything in particular. So it, it's it's not effective um, when it comes to, okay. to generating referrals. Okay, so check your profile strength. I just checked mine again as we are talking, and I'm an all-star. I'm not Perfect. completely filled in. I have a little space for improvement, it looks like, but I'm an all-star. So, okay, so check. So get your profile completed. What's another thing that people should be doing. Getting your profile completed and then making sure it speaks Yep, then making sure that it speaks to your ideal client. Um, you okay. know, ideally there's a variety of formulas out there. Um I always say that your your when you're reading your profile, it should be in the first person, almost like you're having a digital conversation with that prospect. So what you know, how do you help those businesses? You know, what kind of impact can they expect to have when working with you? Um, and instead of, it shouldn't read like a resume, like here's who I am, here's how great I am, and here's how, you know, why you should hire me. It's really, truly all about the customer. So, you know, they want to know mm-hmm. when they get to your profile, what's in it for me? What can you do for okay. me? It should not be focused in on and on how great you are. It's really how you're going to help the client. Okay. Good. And what about groups? Should people be joining all these groups? What do you think? Groups are, when when I do my, my LinkedIn webinars or my LinkedIn trainings, um, groups are one of those things that they're very, very effective, um, but they can take a lot of time. Um, so I often recommend that if you're just getting started on LinkedIn, start with getting your profile ready and posting on a consistent basis, and then start to look at adding things in like the groups. Um, and you really want to find groups that are, um, ideally, you know, 90% of the groups you join should be where your ideal clients are. Um, and the other 10% should be really focused in on, you know, peer-to-peer groups or um, professional development. So when it comes to groups, I always caution people, make sure you're, you're using LinkedIn pretty, on a pretty regular basis before you jump in there. Um, and then maybe start out with two to three groups um, that seem to be pretty active that you can kind of, number one, be a fly on the wall, kind of see what conversations they're having, what they're talking about, what's of interest to your, you know, your prospect. And then the second part of that is being able to um, answer questions or provide feedback that will help kind of elevate where you're seen or how you're seen um, from your, your prospect's point of view. So that would be, you know, start small. Like I said, it all goes back to consistency. So start small and kind of build from there. 
Okay. Okay. Good. Uh, what else do we need to know? Another tip or two we need to know here about uh, trying to get the referrals? Yeah, I would say, you know, kind of the the last piece would be when it comes to utilizing LinkedIn as a prospect tool, um, prospecting tool, it doesn't, it's not just about going and finding, you know, your prospects and then trying to connect with them. Um, there's two other, two other ways that I use it um, that can be helpful for those of you that are out, you know, networking and connecting and growing your business. Um, number one, when you're out networking with people, make sure, so if I'm going to go meet with someone for coffee, I'll actually go onto their LinkedIn profile prior to meeting them and get a feel for who they are, number one. But number two, I'll scroll through their connections. And you can actually search their connections by location, by mm-hmm. industry, by profession. And so when that person, if, I'm, if I network with someone on a pretty regular basis um, and they say, hey, you know, Carrie, who would be a good referral for you or how can I help? I can say, you know what, I saw that you're connected to, you know, these three people. They would all be perfect, you know, perfect referrals for me. Can you tell me more about them? Now that networking just became much more effective and we're making it really, really easy on the person that we're networking with versus telling them, hey, I'm looking for any business owner. Um, So that would be number one. And number two, uh, utilizing it to find referral partners. Uh, A lot of people forget about the fact that, you know, how we're going and we're seeking, you know, one client or one referral here or there, why not start looking at it from a different perspective and finding those key referral partners that know about your client before you do and start building a relationship, a mutually beneficial relationship with them um, so that now you're not just getting one client, you're getting several clients and you're able to return the favor. So I think uh, LinkedIn can be a great tool for, looking for those referral partners, and then starting to build a relationship with them as well. Great. Wow. Good. Good. All right. I want to do a quick recap. We have to wrap up because we're coming to the end of our time together already. It went so fast. I just want to do a very quick recap here so everyone has their takeaways, everyone is listening. So first of all, in order to generate leads and referrals and use LinkedIn in that way, first thing you need to do is complete your profile. Work on getting that up to the all-star status. Focus on, as with all your marketing, focus on your ideal client. Talk to them. It's all about them, not about you. Uh, Post consistently. So you said start with, what, two times a week to get started if you haven't been, and you can post blogs, you can post articles, you can just post information. And Perfect. good, okay. And then about if you're when you start to join groups, ninety percent of your groups should be where your ideal clients are. So back to the basics, folks. It's all about the basics. Is getting out there, posting, talking, letting people know that you are a thought leader, you are an expert, you are the person with the answers uh, when you're out there, and um, and just do it. Do it consistency. Consistency is key all the time. Okay, so this was a great overview, and tomorrow is your webinar, which is an hour long, and that will go much more in-depth on strategies to generate qualified referrals. So please remind everyone how they can find out more about your webinar and also more about you if they want to know more about you. Yes, certainly you can um, find out more information about the webinar on LinkedIn or on Facebook. Um, You can check us out either under my personal personal profile, um, Carrie Spatala, or uh, Wild Fig Marketing. Both of them have 
um, the information there. Good. So wildfigmarketing.com, and that would be great. So um, listen, we enjoyed, well, I enjoyed having you so much. I know Liz is going to be looking forward to tuning in and listening to this uh, herself when she's maybe when she's traveling or when she gets back from her trip. But we want to thank you so much for joining us today. This is very, very good information, and we appreciate that. So um, with that, I will let you go, and uh, we'll have you on again for another topic. Thank you very much, Liz. You are welcome. All right, everyone, I hope you enjoyed today's show. I think uh, Carrie gave us all kinds of really great tips and information. So, again, this podcast replay will be posted out on our website, The Focus Radio. You can go out there, thefocusradio.com, and check out this podcast, check out previous podcasts, take a listen, do the action items. We try very hard to make sure that we have some specific action items for you, especially when we have one of our guests on Go out there, do the action items, put these things into place. It is pretty simple stuff, but the simpler, the better, more likely that you will actually take the action and do that. So uh, take your action, and until next time, stay focused, and we will talk to you again next week. You're listening to The Focus Radio Show on the EWN Radio Network.